With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Okay. Here we go. It's great to have you in where you are absolutely packed today. Day before. Uh, actually, no. Sorry. Two days before. Two days before Super Bowl Sunday. Uh, Got to get my stuff together. Um, it's great to have you in. Mike Guido here with you. Matt Catarizzolo, as always, on a Friday. Here on Guido's Gridiron Blitz on the Landry Football Podcast Network. Um, Matt, how you doing, buddy? We're good. Doing, doing good, man. Excited. How you Just doing? You without your pants on. I was changing briefly. I didn't think I was in the frame. Yeah. Right <laughs> You're you weren't. Uh, thank God we weren't live. Um, so uh, plenty of stuff to hit on today. There's some rumors going around about Carson Wentz. We'll touch on that in about a half an hour. Uh, I obviously want to get your thoughts on the Matt Stafford, Jared Goff trade. We'll touch on that. Uh, Deshaun Watson rumors. Uh, Calais Campbell said something about Lamar Jackson, about him being able to win a Super Bowl on my buddy Jake Asman's show. Um, so we'll be touching on a bunch of that. But first, I do want to uh, remind you that Guido's Gridiron Blitz is sponsored by American Betting Experts, one of the largest licensed sports and casino vendors in the United States. What we've done is we teamed together to provide special gaming offers to all Landry football followers and podcast listeners. So here's what you do. Go to our website, LandryFootball.com. That is LandryFootball.com. Click on the ad that's located in the upper right side of the page. It'll be right there. You'll see it. Pick among the gaming sites that are legal in your state. That's BetMGM. That's DraftKings, FanDuel, PointsBet. You've heard them all. Uh, you've heard of them. Sign up. Instantly receive an account deposit match or a risk-free bet from $100 to $1,000. Let me repeat that. $100 to $1,000 in an account deposit match or a risk-free bet. Bet. It's that easy. Take advantage of it while it still exists. Again, go to LandryFootball.com. That is LandryFootball.com. Click on the ad located on the upper right side of the page and get in on the action with a special offer from American betting experts. That is American betting experts. Okay. Um, plenty of stuff to hit on today. Uh, let's start out with the Super Bowl, Matt, because, uh, you know, as I've told you and I've told many people and, you know, I've, I've said this a lot. I've, I, I don't have any interest in watching the Super Bowl this year, but it makes, you know, I, I guess I'd be pretty bad at my job if I didn't, you know, I, if I didn't watch it. So I guess I have to. Um, so the Kansas City Chiefs and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, it's going to be in Tampa. It's the first time in NFL history that a team has hosted a Super Bowl in their own stadium. Uh, Chiefs finished the season at 14 and two. Tampa Bay finished at 11 and five. The Chiefs right now are sitting at three-point favorites. Um, so I made my pick on Monday. I said that I was going to pick the Bucks 31-27 over the Chiefs. I think it's going to be a good football game. Your thoughts? What do you got? Yeah, I agree. I also have Kansas City in a one-possession victory. Look, th this isn't going to be a runaway victory for either team. Oh, so you don't agree? What did you say? <laughs> I said Tampa Bay. Oh, well, no, okay. Well, no, I believe I, I agree. No, I agree. It's going to be one possession, but I have, I have it the other way around. I think, okay. I think Kansas city pulls it out, but narrowly. Um, I think a lot of people are, are drastically underrating Tampa Bay's defense and how well they played down the stretch, especially in the postseason. So I do think that uh, it's going to be a battle and it's going to be a great game and you're going to watch it and you're going to enjoy it. Damn it. But I don't want to do it I anyway. Look, <laughs> you're going to, you're going to do it anyway. Right. Stop with this obligatory nonsense. You're going to watch the Super Bowl. It's the Super Bowl. What was the, let me ask you. Have you ever not watched the Super Bowl? Uh, yes, actually. Really? I have not watched a Super Bowl. I don't remember. So, Like I'm when you were saying, a child or 
in your adult life? In my adult life. In my really? adult life. Yeah, it, it was. I mean, it wasn't too recently. It was probably. Mm, what was the Super Bowl in 20? No, 2015 was. Broncos Panthers. Broncos Panthers. I watched that. Mm-hmm. 2016 was Patriots Falcons. Yep. No. Yes, Patriots Falcons was uh, 2016. 2017 was Patriots Eagles. 18 was Rams Patriots. 19 was 49ers Chiefs. Oh, so you know what? Maybe I didn't. Maybe I maybe I have watched them all. Yeah. Maybe you I have. Be, because it's the Super Bowl and you watch the Super Bowl. That's what yes, you do. Matt, you know That's what you okay. do. You watch the right. Super Bowl. All right, Matt. You know what? Honestly, I was doing it for dramatic effect. Okay, and. Yes, I don't. I genuinely don't want to watch the Super Bowl, but and people understand my reason why. People understand my reason. I, I I don't like the Goliath versus Goliath thing. I don't like the idea of somebody who's been there a bunch of times playing a guy who's going to be there a bunch of times. It's not interesting to me. So yes, I will watch it because I was told to do so. That's it. That's all I'm doing. That 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 is why I'm watching. Period. All right. Just as long if as you, you watch. Want, listen, if you want to call me out on my crap, then fine. But no, you listen, you've maintained that stance for a while. So I uh, listen. I'm, yeah. I'm still angry. I'm still look the NFC championship game. I that look, I took that. I took that personally. I did. I felt like Tom Brady was saying, you know what? You've been talking crap about me all year. And I'm going to just shove it, you know, where the sun don't shine on you. That's what he said. He said, you know what, Guido, I've had enough of your crap. I'm going to, I'm just going to go to the Super Bowl just because. Yes. I'm, I'm sure you were, you were Tom Brady's primary, primary source of motivation. I am living rent free in Tom Brady's head. Right. Definitely. <laughs> I'm sure Tom Brady on his way to his 10th Super Bowl in pursuit of his seventh ring on his I first year on the team. cares about what I have like, to say. I really want to prove Mike Guido wrong. That's right. <laughs> That's exactly. Oh, let's 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 see if he does it. Let's see yeah. if he does it. Well, no, he he absolutely. But you know what? This is where I get him. I'm picking him to win the Super Bowl. I'm picking him oh, to win the Super Bowl. Psycho, so psychological warfare. Got it. Right. <laughs> gotcha. Is this way? I can't be wrong. <laughs> <laughs> well, you'll have you'll have the last laugh on Brady. That's right. <laughs> you won the Super Bowl. Ha! Yeah. I gotcha. <laughs> you're, you're cemented as the greatest of all time, but I get the last laugh. Is he not cemented as the greatest of all time already, though? In football, yeah. But there's after this, it's going to be you know people are going to talk about you know is he the greatest champion in the history of American team sports? That's already a conversation, but we'll, well see. What, well, like, what would he need? in order to accomplish that. Like if, if that's actually a conversation, like he's, he's going to well, be I, I mean, outside of- champion in American team sports history. Then I think the only two, to do? Uh, who does he have to eclipse Jordan who never lost and Bill Russell who has more. Okay. Those but, I think would be the Bill, only legitimate arguments. Okay. But he's not going to catch Bill Russell. Okay. Bill so Russell has eleven championships. So that okay, so that right there is 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 cause for him not to be. But in the sport of football, yeah, I think it's it's it was solidified I, a couple of years ago. Yeah, and I, like I said, I, I don't think anybody's minds are changing because of the Super Bowl. I don't think anybody's mind is changing. Like the, if you thought like with the whole Brady Belichick argument, and I guess in the Brady Goat conversation, okay, it is pretty much, and unlike people like myself and. You know, our buddy Barrington Grant and, you know, the woman we interviewed yesterday, Rachel Berry, you know, there's very few people in the world that, you know, are in the minority on Brady being the GOAT, okay? And we kind of talk amongst ourselves. Nobody actually listens to our opinion because people think that we're stupid. So it's just, it's almost a foregone conclusion already that Brady's the GOAT. He has nothing left to prove, okay? I'm not going to think, like... Brady is never, for the people that don't think that Brady is the GOAT, he is never going to stack up to the parameters of the of, of what we think he would need to accomplish. We just think that people like Peyton Manning are better. Like, we watched Peyton Manning play football, and we said, he is better at this than Tom Brady. Now, as far as winning is concerned, and situational football and everything like that, Tom Brady has him beat. But it depends on, again, what, how do you define greatness? And that's a whole... 
different conversation. My point is, is that I don't think anybody's minds are changing. There's no, like, there's no moving the needle here. You know, yeah, Tom Brady is, if you thought Tom Brady was the GOAT, you thought it already. Okay. You probably right. thought it before he left New England, right? It, Tom Brady was, let's just, you know, uh, let me say this too. Um, If you did think Bill Belichick is the GOAT, you still do. And he's yeah. the reason for the diet. You still do, right? Because sure. the, he went seven and nine with the worst quarterback in the NFL. And yet Tom Brady had all this, all these weapons. I mean, it's just, it's more excuses, right? If you think Brady's the GOAT, it's just, you thought that when they, you know, when they made the playoffs and New England didn't like nobody's mind is changing. I just I, I like like that's my point is like, what's the story? So like if, if, if the story now is becoming is Brady going to be the, the 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 greatest team sport athlete of all time? There are certainly people that still believe that. You know what I mean? Like, like uh, who's the other guy is the other guy that he has to eclipse? Is that Michael Jordan? Because he kind of already be, has Michael Jordan. Right? Am I wrong? Like he's kind of got Michael Jordan already. Yeah, I mean, I guess so, but I don't know why you're so hung up on why every Super Bowl, maybe the ones where Tom Brady is involved, but not everyone has, to, not everything has to have, you know, a Super Bowl of epic proportions. This is just going to be a great competitive football game. Isn't that enough? No, not for me. Well, I need to be so you're, like you're you're greedy. Then there has what, to what be. Was, why, was, why am I greedy? What was the story last year? What was the story last year? What was the story? Chiefs in San Francisco. Yeah. What, what what was the 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 underlying what was what was the big narrative there? Mahomes getting number one. Okay, but what is that? Okay, and, so, and the other thing was is Jimmy Garoppolo winning a Super Bowl with San Francisco outside of New England. Is that really enough to get you? So that that was enough for you, but Patrick Mahomes no. versus Tom Brady so right now is not. So here's the thing. Okay, last year when Kansas City was in the Super Bowl, they weren't the dynasty yet. They weren't the 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 Goliath yet. They weren't the 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 team that's going to stomp on everybody forever. Like they, they weren't that yet. As much as people like to have thought that they were, that that was their first Super Bowl. So that was that to you was the Warriors in 2015. Yes. Okay. Yes, yes it was. And that's you know, I, I think now. And I have less bitterness, I guess, against the Chiefs than I do against Tom Brady because, like, I've been watching Tom Brady win for 21 years. Like, right. I, I, I don't like, – like, at what point do you just get burnt out? Like, I think that's a real conversation, is it not? Uh, of course, and, and you have to realize that, you know, Tom Brady is an anomaly in terms of age. I mean, maybe other than LeBron James, in terms of efficiency at, you know, this age – competing at that high of a level at, you know, 43, it's unheard of. May, I don't know if we'll ever see it again. We'll see what happens with, you know, with, with Aaron Rodgers, who I think if anyone has a shot of playing with that type of production inside of that, you know, longevity, I think it's, it's Aaron Rodgers as of right now, but you know, we'll see. Well, we don't know what the future holds for a lot of these young guys. Football is moving towards making more rules to protect the quarterback to, you know, they don't get hit as much. You know, uh, the, I think the most impressive thing about Brady is that he's played football in three different eras, played in, in, in the early 2000s, you know, the, yeah. the 2010s, and now he's up to here. He has literally been there the entire way watching the game of football evolve, watching defenses change, watching the 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 way that a coaches scheme offenses change. <laughs> different. Everything's just different, and he has still remained, you know, with sustainable success for, you know, two decades now. No question. So no that's that to me, that's the story. So if, if there's a story you're looking for, then that's it. It has nothing to do with, with elevating his legacy. It has nothing to do with elevating Mahomes. Cause everyone knows that Mahomes is, is, is already fantastic. And even after the Super Bowl, they're going to get to more. They're most likely going to win more. Well, so, I think, I, I, right. I, I, I'm with you. I'm with you. Uh, and I think that I, I think the story for Mahomes is, is actually greater than it is for Brady. Because, I agree. Like it, here's the thing. Okay, like everything that you just said, it's unheard of to see somebody with this longevity and this efficiency at this age and everything. Like, we already knew that. 
Like we are like Tom Brady won a Super Bowl. Like he's 43 now. Tom Brady won a Super Bowl at 41. Like he's already a guy. He's already a fossil. Okay. The guy could be my father and he won a Super Bowl and he's winning Super Bowls against guys that are my age. Like it's just, that's my point. It's like there's like for Brady, there's nothing like Brady is the, you know, I, I, I don't want to keep using the same cliche. But he's the rich getting richer in this situation, right? Like he's he's the like I said with Rachel Barry yesterday. It's like Rockefeller came back to life and started stealing everybody's money. Like that's what it is to me. That's all yeah. it is. Like like it's it's a guy who doesn't need it. I think I don't know. I don't know if he doesn't need it because in you order, I think I think in order to to finally put the whole Brady Belichick divorce ending narrative to bed. What the question was back when he signed with Tampa is, can he win a championship without Belichick? Now making it to one is an accomplishment on its own. So that might be enough for some people to say, okay, well, Tom clearly won the divorce. We'll see what happens with when, you know, when Belichick gets a quarterback, he gets some offensive weapons. We'll see what the future holds. Obviously this season, they didn't do anything, but they couldn't really with the, the things around them. So if Tom wins the Super Bowl, wins another, is seventh ring, mm-hmm. then I think that is the most important thing legacy-wise for him is winning a championship. Not only, not only winning a championship without Bill, winning it in his first year without the Patriots. That, I think, is where the most legacy-defining thing comes from for Brady. Maybe it's because I disagree with the parameter in which that people were measuring that by. Like, it, I didn't need, like, if I was a Brady fan, right, I wouldn't have needed Tom Brady to win a Super Bowl in Tampa Bay in order to prove the point. Like, well, then, what, then what's the threshold? What's the threshold for success other well, than the Super here's Bowl? Here's the thing, Matt. Like, I think going to the Super Bowl is harder than going to the NBA finals. I agree. Like going to the Super Bowl is harder than making it to the World Series. You know, like the 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 parity in the NFL is greater than it is in other sports. Okay. The San Francisco 49ers went to the Super Bowl last year and then finished last place in their division this year. And they might finish in second place in the division next year and then last again. It's just it's it's an up and down roller coaster. And that's part of why Brady is so great because it never seemed to be a roller coaster for him. First place, first place, first place, like conference championship, conference like the guy's always there. He's literally always there. And that's part of it. Right. So I don't think I needed him to go to the Super Bowl in order to prove that because I know how hard getting to the Super Bowl is. Yeah. Right? Like I, I that's a really high expectation. That's all I'm trying to say. Like it, if 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 that was the thing that I was going to set, that's a really high bar to prove a point. You know what I like that's really hot. Like I never I didn't expect Brady to get to the Super Bowl this year. I didn't expect Belichick to get to the Super Bowl this year. I didn't think either one of them were going to. I yeah. thought Tampa Bay here was my expectations at the beginning of the year. Okay, Tampa Bay to me at the beginning of the year was a wild card team in the NFC. And I was right. They were a wild card team. Now they were a little bit better than I thought they were. I thought they were going to be nine and seven, ten and six. They were eleven and five. Okay. So they were a little bit better than I thought. I thought the Patriots we're going to be a borderline wild card team somewhere around the nine and seven range. And they finished seven and nine. They missed the playoffs. Right. Okay. But it's not like they finished in last place in the division. It's not like they finished four and 12. They were seven and nine. They were a game under 500. So I, they're, I, also, I, they're, they're also in the AFC East. They, so they had the jets with the last place locked up. Yeah. they Well, right. They had the jets, but they were also playing teams like Miami and Buffalo who had two of the best defenses in the NFL. And right. I got to be honest with you. Like Miami was a playoff team this year. They were a playoff team. Like they were the team that got the short end of the stick in the AFC. Yeah. You know, if they were in the NFC, like who do you think was a better team? The the Dolphins or the Bears? Right. The, right. Yeah. Like the the Bears made the playoffs and the Dolphins didn't. Just from you know regional crap. Anyway, mm-hmm. my point is is that that's a really high expectation, Matt. Like if people were really saying, well, you know, if 
It, this this the story is is that Brady, if he wants to really prove the point, he's going to win a Super Bowl in Tampa Bay. That's a lot to ask for in the NFL. Like if I, I get it in the NBA, I get it in the NBA. Okay, in order for LeBron to pass Jordan, I get this in people's minds. I don't agree with it, but I I get it in people's minds. Okay, in order for LeBron to pass Michael Jordan, he's got to win just as many titles, and it's more understandable because getting to the NBA Finals is easier in retrospect, in comparison to other sports, right? Like, Jordan yeah. won six times. He got there six times. LeBron's been there 10 and has won four. So there's at least some sort of a comparison there. There's something to be reached. There's nothing for Brady to prove anymore. There's nothing left, okay? Because like I said, if you thought that Brady was the reason for the dynasty, you thought that and you solidified that when the Bucks made the playoffs and the Patriots didn't. Yeah, but you still haven't told me what what is then. So what what is Tom succeeding? What what in your mind? What are your what's your definition of success? If a Super Bowl is too much, so then what 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 is enough? Do, do they are, are they just make them a playoff team? Have Tom be productive? Does Tom win an MVP? No, I don't think that there. Like I said, I don't think that there was anything to prove. My mind is not changing on the Brady on the Brady conversation. That's my point. So you're so so it was over for you before it started. Yes. Okay. Yes. That's and and, and I'm not afraid to admit that. Uh, yes, that's my whole point. Mm-hmm. Is that I think everybody's mind was made up before this. Right. I was one am, of them. Am I wrong? I was one of them. Yeah. I didn't I didn't think that there was any room for for argument. I think that certain people maybe even New England fans, you know, who had their loyalty split had to say well, let's see if he let's see if he can do it without him. You know, I think people outside of the immediate New England fan base probably picked a side pretty easily. And you know, the people that took the simpler approach is like, listen, players are the ones on the field. Players, players are the ones doing yeah. it all. Okay, yeah, coaching and coaching and schemes can take you so far. You know, but Bill Belichick wasn't out there throwing touchdowns. Bill Belichick wasn't you know on the field on yep. those Super Bowls. You're right. Yeah. So yeah, certainly not going to be. Look, look, I, I think it would be best for me to clarify or maybe not even clarify, but just to, just to, you know, clear up my stance a little bit. Mm-hmm. Okay. I am not because there, I, fans take it to the extreme and we know this. I do it. You do it. Everybody does. Okay. I am not sitting here telling you that Brady isn't great. I'm not sitting here telling you that Brady sucks. I'm not mm-hmm. sitting here telling you that Belichick is the reason for the dynasty and Brady isn't. Okay. I, in my honest opinion, I swear, honest opinion, I think it's silly to have the conversation. I think it because like it, it involves both to a certain extent, and I think that's more than rational to believe that way. So, I, in my eyes, I think that's a it's it's a relatively foolish conversation. Now it depends, like you know, who weighed in more and all that garbage, whatever. Okay, but. We're going to be having that conversation till the end of time. It is never going to go away. There right. will never be a point. Okay, I don't care if Brady wins 10 Super Bowls. That conversation is never going to go away. Mm-hmm. It's never going to go. Because the reality is, is that, and this is just factual. This is not, you know, just me spreading an opinion. This is This is factual here. Yeah. Brady had a lot more freedom in his future than Bill Belichick did. Right. Yes. So Brady got to pick where he wanted to go, essentially handpick his own teammates. You're not like he has so much decision making power in Tampa Bay, and he had a lot of decision making power about his own career. The guy could have gone anywhere, and he chose the team with a great offensive line, with a top ten defense, with all these weapons, and there you go. And then later in the year, you had Gronk and you had Antonio Brown, and you're just you're loaded. You get yeah. Leonard Fournette, like I'm just my God. And then Bill Belichick, well, Brady goes, and they're stuck with Cam Newton because right. he's who's left. You know, like the they're 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 and, and there's a perfect argument to be made that the Patriots don't draft well, and that's perfectly fine because they don't. Mm-hmm. But you know what? <laughs> part of that's Belichick's fault, and part of it isn't. So it it's this is not a black and white thing. So as far as the Super Bowl story is concerned, 
I don't see one on the Brady side. I see one on the Mahomes side because I think that, you know, if he wins, the interesting part to me is that if Mahomes wins the Super Bowl, Mahomes wins the Super Bowl, he's already justifying his contract, right? That 12-year, right. $500 million contract. If he wins one more Super Bowl, it's worth it because mm-hmm. there's only been 12 other other quarterbacks in NFL history that have won more than one, right? So to, whatever happens over the next 12 years, they're obsolete. Almost. Ex- exceeding expectations, I would think. Right. So that's my whole deal. So mm-hmm. I got Tampa. You got Kansas City. Yes, sir. Okay. Um, oh, so, if before we move on to this, before we move on from the Super Bowl, yeah, I want to get from you your one bold Super Bowl prediction. Uh, okay. Uh, let me see. <sighs> All right, you you want to hear mine in the meantime? What you think? Yes. Okay. I'm gonna say it's gonna be bold. And then I'm going to make it even bolder. Ready? <laughs> okay. So my bold Super Bowl prediction is that the MVP will not be a quarterback. I'm going to make it even bolder. The MVP will not be an offensive player from either team. Wow. I predict the Super Bowl MVP will be a defensive player from either the Chiefs or the Bucks. Book it. Well, if you got the Chiefs winning, who's, the, who's your Super Bowl MVP? Tyron Matthew. Honey Badger. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. That's bold. He's got to have yeah. like two picks. He's got to pick off Tom Brady like twice in order for that to happen. You think Strange. that happens? You think he picks off Tom Brady twice? Stranger things have happened. Mm-hmm. You're, it's true. Listen, there's only been, there's, there's only been three. Winning a Super Bowl MVP. Then only been three defensive Super Bowl MVPs since 2004. So I think it's, I think they're due. Who were they? Malcolm Smith. Malcolm De- Smith. Malcolm Smith. Uh, Von Miller, uh, not 2004, sorry, uh, since 2000, which was uh, Ray Lewis, Dexter Jackson, Von Miller, and Malcolm Smith. So four. So four defensive Super Bowl MVPs in the last 21 years. Wow. Kind of overdue. That That is bold. Yeah, right? That is bold. I will say that. That is bold. Um, Got to add I some think, spice to it. Uh, okay, so here's – okay, I'll do – so my prediction is, is that there will be a receiver that catches for over 200 yards and it won't be Tyreek Hill. And it won't be Tyreek. Okay. It won't like be Tyreek Hill. A receiver, not. Not a tight end. A receiver. So, so not Kelsey either. Not, not Kelsey either. Who's the favorite for it? You think? Mike Evans. Yeah. Okay. All right. Mike Evans. Or, good, or, or sneaky Antonio Brown. I think Antonio Brown could have a field day. I think Antonio Brown's going to have a really nice, a real nice game. Antonio really Brown nice game. in the slot. Antonio Brown could have a field day against this defense. Still absurd that Antonio Brown is the fourth receiving option for Tom Brady. Imagine telling someone that in 2015 when you, you go yeah, back. Antonio go Brown is going to be the third best wide receiver on his own team. Yeah, hey, you, you go back to a Steelers fan in 2015 and be like, hey, man. Yeah, you'd say, like, is he playing with Randy I'm, Moss and Jerry Rice? I'm, <laughs> I'm from the future. Le'Veon Bell and and Antonio Brown are both in the Super Bowl. They're like, no way, really. It's like, yeah, uh, Le'Veon is a backup on the Chiefs, and Antonio Brown is actually Tom Brady's fourth receiving option on the Buccaneers. <laughs> you know, they'd run away and think you were, you know, on acid or something. <laughs> yeah, right. What kind of drugs is this guy yeah. on? Get this kook away from me. <laughs> uh, okay, so, Matt, uh, I think that the Lions absolutely fleece the Rams. Like, this was not close. Uh, Jared Goff is maybe a little bit worse than Stafford. Like, Stafford's probably a little bit better than him, a little bit. But two first-round picks and a third to upgrade a little bit at quarterback. That's a lot for me. Yeah, and we we've we've already had conversations about about this trade and I'm a little higher on Matt Stafford than you are. Uh I know Barry is too <laughs> passionately, but uh uh I do I do agree that this was a lot. This was a, a lot to give up for for Matt Stafford. Uh this was like 
I mean, when people talk about the, the, the hypothetical Watson package, everyone already, already says it's going to require at least two first round picks. Yeah. Now what? If you exactly, yeah. Now what I, I, I tweeted that immediately after I heard about the, um, the Stafford golf trade. And like, if Jared Goff is worth two first round pick, if Matt, if, sorry, if Matt Stafford is worth two first round picks, a third and Jared Goff, what in God's name is a package for Deshaun Watson going to look like? Because the gap between Deshaun, between Matthew Stafford and Jared Goff is not very huge. The gap between Deshaun Watson and Matt Stafford is pretty big. So this, what this did for the market for Deshaun Watson. So, I mean, teams that might've been interested prior are going to be like, well, well, now what, well, now what do we do? Like, we don't have we don't have the assets. We don't have the the capital to afford this. Do you think it's likely that he stays? I don't know if he'll have a choice. He might just stay and not play. That's what I mean. It's like who on got like the Texans are going to look at this, and I, I'm urging NFL teams. Okay, I said this a while ago. Like, if your team gives up like four first round picks for Deshaun Watson, don't even bother watching my show. Because it's not going to be any fun for you. I'm just going to rip you all the time. Yeah, the Rams definitely have something against first-round picks. They really don't like They haven't made one since. (laughs) And they're not going to have one until, what, 2024? Until Stafford's contract is up in 2024. So, like, I I, I, really don't like picking in the first round at all. Which is amazing to me because it's not like that roster doesn't have holes. Like, they could use those picks to fill some – like, here's – like. Look, they're they're our, starting our they're starting left tech who are, on, who are on the all even podcast with like what he is like sold that Jared Goff sucks like 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 he said like Jared Goff is like the twenty fifth best quarterback in the league I'm like how is that possible like I, I just I he's middle of the road for me I think he has special qualities but he doesn't always pull through on them so he's middle of the road for me. Right, and, but I, so is Matt Stafford. He's middle of the road. Matt Stafford think, two seasons where he's won more than ten games. I think without McVay, Goff would be drastically worse. Like people would view him much differently had he not been coached by Sean McVay his whole career. The only thing about this move that I could justify for the Rams is that I I'm a big believer. I'm not a big believer in in, in top heavy teams. I don't like when teams sacrifice depth. Uh, and assets in order to yeah for a bunch of stars to go all in. Uh, that's what I think they did with Jalen Ramsey. Uh, that's what they gave AD uh, a ton of money. Yeah, they gave AD a ton of money. That's what got them to the Super Bowl in 2018. And I thought, okay, well that was their shot. They're gone now because they have nothing else. Then they got Jalen Ramsey by trading more first round picks, bolstering their offense to capitalize. Now, I do agree with the philosophy that. Patience gets you nowhere mm. in, com- in competitive sports. You got to be right. right. Exactly. Teams have a certain window or time frame that they need to capitalize in order to win a Super Bowl. If they have the pieces around, they have a generational defensive player, a special defensive player that's going to go down. That's that's already a, a bona fide Hall of Famer. That's going to go down as one of the greatest defensive players in the history of football. Right. They have a a, a genius coach, a a coach so valuable that he has now become the blueprint for what coaches, for what teams look for in head coaches now. Right. Right. They have, they, they have a, a, a pro bowl cornerback. They have a nice young secondary. They have good outside offensive weapons, a veteran offensive line, good uh, running back depth. All they were not sold on was the quarterback. So they said, you know what? Let's go for it. And they did, and we'll see what happens, right? Mm-hmm. But if they don't, and they don't have any postseason success, because they're in a tough division, they're in the in the NFC West is not, you know, some schlep. It's not the NFC East. You know, they're they're gonna have they're gonna have their hands tied. They're gonna have their 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 work cut out for them. And if they don't succeed, they're gonna suffer for a long time. Stafford's gonna get older. His contract's gonna go up. He's gonna leave. And they'll have no capital to, to to utilize to replace him with, and it's going to be right. sad. It's going to be sad to see. Yeah, I just I, you know, it all depends on 
you know, when you make trades, there has to be some clear improvement that you're making. You know, like, I think that Matt Stafford's better than Jared Goff, but I don't know that. Right? Like, I, I don't know that Matt Stafford is better than Jared Goff. I think he's a little better. Mm-hmm. But, like, two first-round picks better? But the, and I think you're right. I think that the exciting part for the Rams is that, okay, Matt Stafford in Sean McVay's offense could be exciting. Mm-hmm. Right, because Matt Stafford's got crazy arm talent. There might be a little bit more that they could open the playbook with. Like, th- maybe that's a possibility. But in my eyes, this is a whiff because I, I just I can't understand why you would throw away so much just to upgrade. Like, here I made a the quarterback list that I made the other day, right when we were prepping for the interview. Mm-hmm. I had Matt Stafford as the 15th best quarterback in the NFL. I had Jared Goff at 18. Yeah. Like, it's 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 not like it's that wide. Yeah, I think in order to justify a trade like that for two for that many picks and your own franchise quarterback, mm-hmm. you said three spots they were they were apart from each other, right? Yeah, right. Well, technically two, because it's just I had Stafford at 15, Baker 16, Tannehill 17, and then Goff at 18. So yeah, I think I think the gap nice. Yeah, I think the gap between spots would have to be at least like 10 in order to justify a package yeah, like that. Right. You have to be getting you right. You have to be trading the 20th best guy for the 10th best guy. Yeah. Or something like, like that makes more sense to me. So let, let, let's just say this for a minute. So if like I have Deshaun Watson ranked at number four. Okay, mm-hmm. we'll use Deshaun Watson because he's, you know, the the guy that's you know being dangled right now. Yeah. Let's say the Lions, or honestly, let's say this. Let's say the Cowboys wanted to trade Dak and two first-round picks for Deshaun Watson. That makes sense to me because it's Deshaun Watson is a clear improvement over Dak, clear improvement over Dak, and I think that the picks justify that. It's enough spots, right? Deshaun Watson, I have Deshaun Watson at four. I have Dak at 13. It mm-hmm. makes sense. It makes sense. Yeah. You know, like if the Steelers wanted to trade for Deshaun Watson, okay, d- and maybe it's a little different because Big Ben's old as hell, and y- you know, it might be a little bit. Maybe you got to throw a, f- a couple extra picks in there or something like that. Maybe no first, but a couple extra picks in there. Mm-hmm. But like Deshaun Watson for Big Ben and a few picks, like that makes more sense to me than Jared Goff and a few picks for Matt Stafford. Like it's just. Yeah, it's crazy. No, yeah, man. Listen, I, I I agree. I hear you. I, I I agree that it was it was a substantial package to improve the I, the the the, the risk was not worth the reward. Do you think they're better? Like next year, do you think the Rams are better? Maybe a game or two, but I don't see a drastic difference. I mean, they were a great team. They were a great team last year. They were a great team last year, and I and I don't think they need to. I didn't think that they were even considering a drastic overhaul like this because this is a drastic overhaul. Yeah, they just they they don't value picks, and it's fine if you don't value picks. I mean, I mean, make sure the picks you trade away are worth it. I mean, he was your number one. He was the number one overall selection. Just what four four years ago, five years ago, twenty sixteen. Jared Goff was the number one pick. Yeah, I mean, and they dumped him already. They went to a Super Bowl with him. I mean, it's not like he never worked. It's not like Goff was a bust. Like Goff is not a bust. You know, he wasn't like Sam Bradford, you know, where you had no, to where you're like, no, okay, this guy is not the answer. God, I was really surprised that Sam Bradford wasn't good in the NFL. You remember how talented he was? At Sam Oklahoma, Bradford at Oklahoma, he was great. Sam Bradford was really good in college. He was real good in college. A lot of guys, I, a lot of guys that were real good in college. Colt McCoy, Sanchez, a lot of guys, Tebow, a lot of great guys in college. Yeah, Tebow. There you go. That was one of the most ridiculous things I've ever heard our buddy Barry say. Oh, the, the Tebow take Lamar Jackson. What did he say? He would take Tim Tebow over Lamar. Something like that. He said like, he said like Lamar is the, is the, the Tebow of, I, yeah. I don't know. Like, I, 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 don't, I don't remember. It was something, something akin to, to Tebow and Lamar, but I don't remember exactly. All right. So let's He's, shift to that then. But first I, I do want to remind you Guido's gridiron blitz is, uh, I'm sorry. Don't forget to take advantage of <laughs> running, reading the wrong spot. Don't forget to take advantage of our special gaming offers from American betting experts. Go to LandryFootball.com. That is LandryFootball.com. 
Click on the ad located in the upper right side of the page. Pick among the gaming sites that are legal in your state. You sign up and instantly receive an account deposit match or a risk-free bet from $100 to $1,000. Let me repeat that. $100 to $1,000 in an account deposit match or a risk-free bet. It's that easy. Thanks to our sponsor, American Betting Experts. That is American Betting Experts. Okay. Um, so let's move to this. So Calais Campbell um, was on the Jake Asman show on SportsMap Radio. And he is, you know, pretty confident. And I, I, I get it. A teammate and everything like that. So there's got to be at least a little bit of bias in there, I'm sure. But Calais Campbell is pretty confident that the Ravens can win a Super Bowl with Lamar Jackson. Um, what did he say? What was the quote he said? Um, he said, as he continues to understand how he can use his legs to open up the passing game, I think we can definitely win with our style. He's a very efficient passer, and when he drops back, he can beat you with his arm. I've seen him at practice. He can make every throw. That's what Calais Campbell said. Matt, do you agree that the Ravens can win a Super Bowl with Lamar Jackson? Maybe. And I only say that because he's so young right now. I think quarterbacks that are young but they're in stable situations can only grow. Baltimore is a great organization. They have a great coach. He's surrounded by young talent around him. The team rallies behind him and believes in him, which is very important. Okay, because if you have a if you have a quarterback that the team can can rally behind, get motivated by, believe in, most importantly, right. That's crucial because if you lose if you lose that, you have nothing. So I I do think the Ravens can get to a Super Bowl and potentially win it. But he, he he's in the AFC, which is means he's got to get past he's got to beat out Mahomes. He's got to beat out Josh Allen. Justin Herbert is here now. There's a lot of really tough quarterback competition in the AFC alone. Yeah. So I don't know if I if I instill enough confidence within Lamar Jackson enough to beat Pat Mahomes, enough to beat uh, Justin Herbert enough to beat, you know, uh, uh, you know, maybe Joe, we'll see what Joe Burrow does in a few years. Uh, uh, they're going to, you, you mentioned it yesterday on, on the podcast, they're going to have Trevor Lawrence uh, in a few months. Deshaun you know, Watson could still be in the Deshaun AFC. Watson could still be there. There's, there's so Carson Wentz man, could go to the AFC. Carson Wentz could go to the AFC. Like uh, look at all these people. We're just listening off the top of their, uh, off the top of our heads. It, it's, it's, it's incredible to think how much young talent right now is at the quarterback position in the NFL. It's, 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 Something that should make you very excited, but yeah, I don't want to. Yeah, I don't want. I, I don't want to ramble. But uh, to keep it short and sweet, I think they can. Do I think they will? A, a lot of things have to happen in order for them to make it to the Super Bowl or make it to a Super Bowl. No, they, they need more offensive talent. That's yeah. they need way more offensive weapons. They need to wide receivers to elevate. Yeah, they need to elevate. That will elevate Lamar's production drastically if he even got one big-bodied wide receiver. Give him like give him Allen Robinson. Imagine how great that would be if they would if they got a receiver like Allen Robinson. Right. They, they need great- they need a big receiver that can go up and get a ball. Right. Put That's put ho- put Hollywood Brown in the slot. You still have Mark Andrews at the tight end spot. Dobbins in the backfield. It would help a ton. That would help. That would help. Uh, that would help a ton. You know, I I want, I'm going to ask you to, you know elaborate a little bit more because um you know I, I've always had this thing where if you can't win a Super Bowl with him you got to move off him right so if you just don't get the feeling that you can win a Super Bowl with him then move off him um are you so I, I'm pretty sure you could sense this coming are you in a position to say, Maybe the Ravens should entertain it. And it, I look, I, I think that most people would say, okay, come on, these guys are on crack. Like, this is ridiculous. You won't move, you don't move off Lamar Jackson. I'm not saying that. I'm saying that if the Ravens don't think that they can win a Super Bowl with him, is it justified to say, okay, instead of paying this guy $40 million, we'll try to go in a different direction? Is that crazy to say? I don't like, think it's, they I don't, don't think that he can beat Mahomes because he hasn't beaten Mahomes yet. He's right. gotten like four opportunities to beat Mahomes. He hasn't gotten one. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, him and Baker went, went, what was the final score? 48, 45. 
Yeah, so he, could be, he barely could beat he barely could beat Baker, and I'm I'm sure there's a lot of people that would say that Lamar is better than Baker. That's a yep. good point you bring up. I, I like I like how you brought up the financial aspect because Lamar is going to command big money when big his contract money. is up. Dak is at Dak is asking for forty million dollars a year, and he's still going to Lamar's better than Dak. And Lamar is better than Dak, and Dak had a major injury, so right. we got to see what happens within Lamar's rookie contract. By the time that's up, maybe the Ravens will think about. I mean, really, what what are we doing here? I mean, we're we're gonna be, you know, we're in the same position as, as two other young quarterbacks that might just become better than this guy. We don't even know. And then you know, we got that guy in Kansas City who's who's pretty good. And we got Justin Herbert. There's there's too many variables I think that could deter Baltimore from believing in Lamar long term, uh, especially mobile first quarterbacks, quarterbacks that move more than they throw tend to not have a very long career span in the NFL, especially, you know, tailored to success. So we'll see what happens. I'm not too sure what they're going to do. It's going to be very interesting to see it play out. Um, But yeah. What would it take for you to not keep him around? Or, or let me say that. What would it take for you to keep him around? So his contract's up. Let's pretend like his contract. I think Lamar's he's going into his fourth year. So you got, Two more years with him on his rookie deal. Okay. Right. Those two years come up. What would it take? What would have needed to happen in the next two years in order for you to say, okay, Lamar, here's your new contract? Yeah, I don't know if I can already say because he's already won an MVP. He's already won an MVP. Yeah. So that's more that's more than 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 most quarterbacks do in their first, let alone in their first two years in the league. There's some quarterbacks right now that haven't. There are most of the quarterbacks in the NFL starting on teams today that have been in the league for a while haven't won MVPs. Yeah. So I mean that that I don't want you know people listening to this to think that we're belittling Lamar's accomplishments because obviously when they moved off Joe Flacco it was time. Uh. So what would have to happen? Uh, I don't know. They 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 regress heavily. They regress heavily. They start you know they 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 the, uh, the Browns take over that division. The the Steelers command that division because they're they're in another extremely competitive division, so it's going to be tough. Yep. It's going to be a tough road ahead. Uh, I have breaking news. Ooh, breaking news! Uh, Trevor Bauer is signing with the Dodgers. No, he's not. According to John Heyman. No, he's not. I don't believe you. Look it up. Hold, please. Is Trevor Bauer really signing with the Dodgers? John Heyman, Bauer to Dodgers. Two minutes ago. Bauer to Dodgers. Oh, my God. This is... Oh, you got to be kidding me. I'm not all right right now. I don't feel I don't feel good. You got to be kidding me, dude. Dude, the Dodgers, the Dodgers are going to win 150 games. They're going to win 150 games. What? This is a joke, right? How do they have the money to do that? This guy, I'm serious. This, this guy, how, how in the world it fe- the Dodgers roster is so loaded? How do they even have the money to do this? They, Trevor Bauer went on. I mean, he's gonna be he's gonna be making thirty million a year or something like Tre- that. Trevor Bauer just led the most media circus free agency I've ever seen from a baseball player just to sign with the reigning World Series champions. Seriously, I'm upset. I would have been happy if he went to the Mets. I wanted him to go to the. I kind of wanted him to go to the Mets too. If when I heard it was between the Mets and the Dodgers, I wanted him to go to the Mets because are you? Uh, I mean, wow. So what the Dodgers now have, you know, real quick, and then we'll get back to football. But the Dodgers now have Kershaw. They Walker, have Bueller. Walker Bueller. They have Bauer. Power. They have David Price. Do they still have David Price? Yeah, he just opted out. Okay, so, but they, next year he'll have he'll he opted out of his contract or he opted out of the season. He opted out of the season due to COVID. Okay, so he'll be back next year. Mm-hmm. So they got David Price. They have Dustin May. They have Bruce Julio Dar- Urias, Bruce Dargraderol, Bruce Dargra. <laughs> oh my God, dude. Can we stop? They're never and they traded for Mookie Betts last year. So they got Mookie Betts, they got Bellinger. They still got Corey Seager. 
Oh my dude. They still got Muncie. I mean, this has to mean that Justin Turner's gone, right? Justin Turner's got to be gone. There's no way they can afford Justin Turner. No way that they can bring back Justin Turner. No way. Like, I, I, it, it can't be possible. The, the, the Bauer contract is going to be huge. It's going to be I, huge. I hate this. Did you just tweet this is a joke? Mm-hmm. <laughs> You're right. He's, he's going to make $35 million. That's what I mean. Is he going to make a ton of money? Trevor Bauer is going to make a ton of money. He's gonna he's gonna get more average than than Garrett Cole, which is insane, by the way. He shouldn't, but no, no, he shouldn't. And you know what? Last year, last year, Garrett Cole was the top of the market free agent pitcher, right? Everybody and, knew that. Uh, but 2019, but this, and he there wasn't there wasn't anything. He he didn't he didn't lead everyone in this wild goose chase. I like I like. I think his agent had something to do with that. Too. Rachel Trevor, Luba had, Trevor had Bauer, a lot to do with that too. Trevor Bauer, if you listen to any of his interviews or his podcast or anything, I, I like a lot of what Trevor Bauer wants to do for player branding and player empowerment because Major League Baseball uh, is a league where uh, the players can't do that so much on their own. So I like a lot of, of what Trevor Bauer's, you know. I do too. I like him. And, and I, I, I like Bauer. I, I, I like the momentum thing. I like how he teaches, you know, like he, he's very analytical. He's very like, he does this whole thing where he breaks down film and like, I, I think it's very, very cool, but you're right. This was a, this was a, a, a bit of a, this was a bit of a circus. Wow. So he goes to the Dodgers. That was a Heyman bomb. Heyman bomb. Trevor Bauer. Who's, who's the baseball version of Woj and like like Schefter? Like who's uh, the baseball the, version? I uh, like yeah, Heyman, Jeff Passan is one. Uh Ken, Ken Rosenthal. Bob Nightingale's always wrong. In fact, yesterday I, I'm Bob, I feel so bad for Bob Nightingale because Bob Nightingale doesn't like I, I've taught I've had Bob Nightingale on my show, but Bob Nightingale is like he's got to cut off whoever his sources are. He said he tweeted yesterday. Bauer and Mets had a deal. Now he might have been. They might have had a deal. Uh, apparently, uh, Nightingale tweeted this one minute ago. Trevor Bauer does a one eighty, leaves the Mets and money at the altar, and signs with the Dodgers. So that means I guess he took. I mean, less- he might have took less money to play to go to the Dodgers. Wow, he turned down Uncle Stevie's bag in order to play in L.A. Well, he's a Southern California guy. He went to yeah. UCLA. He, I mean. Bowers, a Southern Cali kid. I, I listen. I think a lot of us could have predicted that that Bauer was going to go to Southern California. The Dodgers. I hate them. They, they signed. Stopped. Yeah, you know they win they a world, they win a World Series, and then they sign. This know, is like Tom Brady going to the Super Bowl again. Oh wait. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, okay. So Trevor Bauer goes to the Dodgers. This is more kind of this is more kind of breaking news, but not really breaking news. Okay, go. Wow, I'm channeling my my worldwide sports radio network days. No, uh, so this is from uh, Brandon Robinson. Uh, he's uh, he runs a Bleacher Report Bears page. Uh, as of 30 minutes ago, the Bears had the top offer out for Carson Wentz. Unless another team comes over wow. the top, unless another team comes over the top, Wentz will be headed to Chicago. The bigger offer than most have expected. A bidding war will do that. End quote. Wow, the Bears, the Bears. According to this report, I'm trying to look for any sort of. Corro- they got to unload Foles. They got to unload Foles. I'm trying to look for some sort of corroboration. Yeah, passing, passing confirmed. The that, deal. Nick Foles might be part of it. Could be. Car, could you imagine if they if Carson Wentz gets traded to the Bears for Nick Foles plus to go, to go back to Philadelphia? To go back to Philadelphia again. Nick Foles just needs to stay there. I'm sure he always ends up going back. That is amazing. I, I root. I'm I'm rooting for that now. Yeah, I'm rooting for it. 
I am hoping that that Carson Wentz goes to the Bears for Foles plus. I, I'm hoping. Yeah. And they there have been reports that uh, Philadelphia hasn't fielded any offers for Wentz. Uh, Rappaport uh, refuted that two hours ago, saying that they have taken several calls from several teams uh, regarding Carson Wentz. I think they Why wouldn't they? They why, should. Why wouldn't they? Right. They hired a crappy coach, more than likely. Nick Sirianni does not look like he's got it all together. Yeah. Not a lot to be excited and, for if you're an Eagles fan. Right, and you're paying Carson Wentz $32 million bucks and you benched him last year. So, yeah, mm-hmm. trade him. Any value that you get. If, listen, if the Eagles can get a first-round pick for Carson Wentz, trade him. Yeah. Any first-round pick for Carson Wentz, trade him. If it's Listen, if the Bears are offering, okay, we'll give you Nick Foles and a first-round pick, take it. Take it. Because your fans love Nick Foles. They'll show up to the stadium for Nick Foles. Right? You'll make a bunch of money selling Nick Foles jerseys again. He's got a statue. He's got a statue outside know, the stadium. That's my, point. that's my point. And if you don't want to start Jalen Hurts, you don't have to. I, I, wow. I, look, if the, bear, the Bears make sense, man. You can't tell me that Howie Roseman is not salivating at the idea of getting Nick Foles back. Yeah. Nick yeah. Foles has to be a part of this trade. Has to be. Right. There's That's no funny. other way. Like, what What else would there be? Just picks? No way. Mm-hmm. They got to offload some money. Nick Foles makes $22 million a year. They will take the $10 million discount on somebody that, honestly, Philadelphia fans like more for no reason. Well, they don't have a first round. The Chicago doesn't have a first round pick this year. Yes, they do. Chicago has a first round pick this yeah. year? Yeah. They have like oh. the, tw- I think they have the 20th pick in this year's draft. Hang, hold, hold the phone. I'm holding it. The twenty, yeah, you're right. They have the 20th pick. Wow, that's insane. Okay. They hold the 20th, the 52nd. Yeah, I think they have a full slate of draft picks this year. Wow, I don't remember the last time Chicago had a first round draft pick. <laughs> well, they traded them all for Clue Mac. Exactly. And, but, wow, that's crazy. That's nuts. The Bears. You think that's a good fit? You think Wentz to Chicago is a good like we we okay so if Nick Foles is going back to Philadelphia we understand why it makes sense for Philly. Does it make sense for Chicago? I mean, uh, does it elevate them to? I mean, I think it makes them better without question. Yeah, absolutely, they're better. But I mean, do they take the division? No, Green Bay still will. Are they better than Minnesota? Maybe they might be. Maybe a little. Maybe they'll be in contention. Maybe. Yeah. But but no, it's, uh, this doesn't catapult them into like contender status. But they're, they're better. I think, I think it depends on the Carson Wentz you get. I think if Matt because right. Matt Nagy knows how to coach football. I agree. Uh, Matt Nagy can call went, offensive plays. Went twelve and four with Trubisky at, at quarterback. Yeah, listen, I, I got news for you. Okay, Mitch Trubisky. Say what you want about Trubisky. Okay, and I, and I mean this. Say what you want about Trubisky. Trubisky's career record is 29 and 21. Yeah. He's the guy wins. When the bears started Mitch Trubisky this year, they were six and three. Mm -hmm. Okay. He hasn't had a sub 500 season since his rookie year. He went four and eight in his rookie year as a starter. He Mm -hmm. went 11 and three, eight and seven, and then six and three. He has not gone under 500 since. Yeah. So I'm not telling you he's good, but, and I said this a while ago, the bears, somehow win games when Trubisky is playing quarterback. When Nick Foles was playing quarterback last year for the Bears, the Bears were terrible. Yeah. They put Trubisky back in and they started winning again. I'm just, what? So, look. Well, they're definitely I, not and if I'm the Bears, they keep Trubisky around. If they, if they. Keep if Trubisky they, around as the backup, dude. If they pull the trigger on this, they definitely won't be able to keep Robinson. No. So, they. Their offense would look. Let's see. Their offense would look like. So Wentz a quarterback, Darnell Mooney, who's nice. Yeah. Uh, Cole Komet, who's a nice young tight end. David Montgomery. That could be worse. Could be much worse. I mean, Matt Nagy, who knows how to call plays. I'm telling you, it's not a bad fit. That could be something cool. All right, we got to go. Matt Catarazzolo. I'm Mike Guido. This is Guido's Gridiron Blitz on the Landry Football Podcast Network. Happy Super Bowl Sunday. We'll see you. 
Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.